0: A tour's
1: light. Um, You know, because there's a real art to that. Um, when to spend the time out, when not to spend the time out. It helps if you've got people who've been through this a few times. Uh, in your ear, or at least in, as part of the conversation. So, it's, you know, good, good for the Steelers. You know, the Steelers, again, one of the best organizations in football is they look for a year, I don't know what, without a losing season. It's, it's very, very, very interesting.
2: Very interesting. In a conference that is tough sledding in a tough. division. That's tough. Slutty, full of hungry teams, hungry teams to win. I mean, if Joe Burrow was healthy, my guess is probably all four teams would have come out of here.
1: There was a point when all right. four of them were <laughs> right when there were all four of them. Those teams were in the playoffs. Yep, We're in the playoffs. So I mean, yeah, they they've got a real real shot.
2: After ripping um, Dan Campbell yesterday and yeah. just not agreeing on either show, I filled in from nine to eleven then on this show, I made it abundantly clear. Well, I think he's done a whole lot of good. He has changed the image of a franchise that's been the butt of all jokes for decades. Yes. And 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 by the way, people laughed at that hire. And he has done a lot of really good things there. Mm -hmm. But there is no way I can excuse what he did on Sunday in that San Francisco game. I will not. I will not defend it. I will not have people tell me that's his, you know, that's his mo, that's what he's done all year. That's his, that's their identity. Okay, that's fine. Again, in week three, week seven, with all that, I don't want to recreate that. But this is, I bring this up to say this. Mm-hmm. You know who's today's huge winner? After, you know, getting ripped apart on this show yesterday, and from nine to eleven on these airwaves by me. No, I'm sorry, I missed it. He's the winner today because this. Dan this Campbell's news, the winner? This news today is mind-blowing. Okay. Ben Johnson.
1: Yeah. What about him? Did he I said up
2: Yeah, I guess you what, have. What, what happened? Did something because, happen? Yeah. What happened? He has informed everybody. He's not leaving? He's not leaving. Okay. He is turning down yeah. to be one of 32 yeah. in the National Football League to stay on to be the OC to try to win it. Yeah, I mean, that's admirable. It is, but
1: let me but, let me ask you this: Did, did Aaron Glenn make this, the the same the same promise that he was going to stay? Because the way Aaron Glenn sounded a couple weeks ago, I don't I don't think he's on that same thing. He's like, "Who don't want the job? If you don't want it, call me. I'll take it. I'll take the job." I I don't I mean, think Aaron Glenn is making the same claim. I, I mean, could be wrong, but I don't think he... Dan
2: Campbell has to be dancing today. Ben Johnson, again, it's admirable. Like, that's that's um, cool. But my goodness, you're going to... And then you're going to hope the you'll be just as hot next year. That's the I hope, mean, but good luck with that. That is quite a Vegas gamble. I know the Super Bowl's in Vegas, my friend. That is a huge... Vegas gamble well for you to do that because here's the deal. Yeah. Injuries, all kinds of things can happen in NFL season. They it happened here. Yeah. Remember the Titans went for it and they had all kinds of injuries and it fell it fell apart. Sure. I think they won five games Sure, that year. And they were going for it. Yeah. If Detroit wins five games next year, you think Ben Johnson's gonna be at the top of everybody's list?
1: You're one or two injuries away. Yeah. And everybody else in your division's getting better. Green Bay's getting better. Chicago's getting better. Minnesota's rebuilt. There's no telling. What you're, what you're going to be looking at next year? There's no way to no way to know. But, but what it tells me, Darren, is he doesn't like either one of the jobs out there more than he wants to stay in Detroit. It tells me he don't want to go to Washington and he don't want to go to Seattle if he's been offered that gig. But what it tells me is he really doesn't like whatever he's seen or heard in Washington, whatever that is. And I know they got new ownership and, you know, Magic Johnson, you know, and all this other. Apparently, Ben Johnson's like, yeah, I'm good. I'm just going to stay here versus getting involved with that mess over there. And again, who knows what was said. But you, you listen, you've been around this gig, and and so have I. All that glitters isn't gold when it comes to jobs. There's a job that looks real good. Then once you get in there and start talking to a couple people, you find out this is not a good job. I'll take my chances staying in Detroit and seeing if I can, you know, become a hot commodity again. And plus, he's extremely young as well. Is he yeah. 36, 37?
2: 37, I think.
1: Listen, even if he has a bad year next year, there's plenty of time for him to have another good year in which, you know, he'll still have this on his resume. I remember Ben Johnson. Yeah, he fell off, but, you know, he's got a, he's got a winning pedigree. He took the Lions to the NFC Championship game back in 2024. 20, you know, hey, maybe you should give him a chance. You know, he's 40 now. He's got plenty of time. He doesn't have to leap at this.
2: Yeah, I'm just saying you rarely see that. You rarely, see, no. you rarely see guys go, you know what? I think he's going to come back and be a coordinator again. Thanks. Appreciate it.
1: it you know. That, that is not a common it, story. It is rare. But it what it tells rare. me is that he really doesn't like whatever you he heard out of Washington.
2: Yeah, I'm not disagreeing with you at all. Now, I don't know what he heard, but whatever he heard, he, he really didn't like it. I can't it. imagine why you would, you know, think that Washington might not be a great Landing spot. Listen, Daniel Snyder was not in out. the meeting. I know he's out. He was
1: not in the meeting. They've got a brand new, they got a brand new name now. They got a brand new ownership. They got a brand new general manager. Everything's new, but the stadium at this point. The stadium and the colors stayed. Everything else is new. And they still don't somebody still doesn't like it. So we'll see. We'll see.
2: We shall see. Uh in the Rut Row category before we get mm, to Steve Lehman yeah. I know where you're going here Okay, runt, runt, runt. yeah I know the world r- oh. I saw it first from uh, Pat 40 I know Pete Thamel has put something out on ESPN DJ Damon listen up Mm-mm. sources don't listen NCAA investigating Tennessee for NIL violations the University of Tennessee is under NCAA investigation for violations related to name image and likeness the investigation puts the volunteers in the crosshairs for potential sanctions as a repeat violator Mm -hmm. which how many times have they been a repeat violator repeated how far does this go back repeated (laughs) repeated nicely done (laughs) tennessee is fresh off an ncaa ruling in the summer of 2023 in which it was charged with 18 level one violations and find a record $8 million. Of course, a lot of people from what I've seen, and look, if I'm just being totally honest, my initial thought when I saw Pat Forty put it out, you know what my initial thoughts were. He, he kind of goes by one name. Nico.
1: No, well, you know.
2: Because of just the yeah. stuff that oh, was no. out there, right? Hey, sure, sure, like, sure. The sure, millions sure. that was... Being speculated that he was getting,
1: there's. Listen to me. Well, there's three kinds of there's three kinds of punishment uh, that the NCAA does. It's the strong letter where you get a warning, essentially, and then there's another punishment where you lose some scholarships, and then there's another punishment where you lose some scholarships and you get a bowl ban. You know, th- those are the ones you want to really stay away from. So the question is, how bad is this? How is it bowl ban bad? Because if it's bowl ban bad, that's really bad. If they lose five scholarships, that's not great, but it's survivable for a program like Tennessee. If it's a strong letter in the in the mail and, you know, hey, you really shouldn't do that, you know, then, you know, that's, that's easily survivable as well. It, it just depends on how bad it is, and I don't know how bad it is yet.
2: Yeah, to be continued. Mm-hmm. Row.
1: yeah, it's it's not good. You As I that tweeted much.
2: out, Tennessee's not very good at cheating. Well, I haven't been very good at it.
1: <laughs> yeah, you're probably right. Yeah, I'm probably to say, well. right. I said well. I'm probably right. You're probably right about that. Yeah, uh,
2: you know, there's there's been a whole lot of stuff. Yeah, on a whole lot of watches. Yeah, in Knoxville
1: through several years. It's not like one year one coach. It's been a continuous thing. With them, so you know,
2: remember when they hired Donnie Tindall?
1: Yeah, well, listen, <laughs> it, it's you, you got to do something. You got to you remember know. Remember when they
2: hired Bruce Pearl? If you're not
1: trying, yeah, oh yeah. Well, I mean,
2: <laughs> we all know Jeremy Pruitt.
1: Things things happen, and it goes it goes way back more than that. You know? Oh, I know. It, you, you, you can keep going,
2: Justin. We don't have time.
1: And keep going
2: to go through the repeat offenders. It's You mm. notice how Damon's not trying to grab his mic and. Get in on the discussion. I mean, I mean, stay out of this. One. People like
1: Paul Feinbaum have made millions of dollars off of this. Yes, yeah. Just batting this around for three hours of the
3: afternoon.
2: <laughs> Just, you know, I, well, what
1: about this? And what about this guy? And what about this guy? You start I, hearing
3: names you've never heard. I'm not scared. We're not worried about well, it. Worried. Scared? You, you, might you, ain't, you
1: ain't read the allegations yet. Yeah, I've yeah.
3: been, I've been checking on. It. I heard it this morning. Yeah. But you, oh, know, you I heard think it this it's morning. Kinda, well, I, I think it's kind of interesting that. They're bringing this up now since you know Nico's starting and people have trying to keep the train from moving and stuff. NIL, come yeah. on man,
2: are getting framed.
3: Yeah, yeah. Florida State, Florida. There you go, okay. DJ
2: Damon. I, I I'm shocked by his take. That's weird. <laughs> He's saying they're getting framed. I would have never expected them? that from him. Getting I would have framed. Never expected that from him.
1: There's some people south of here who wear crimson who beg to differ. <laughs> I, I've talked to them quite quite a bit. <laughs> They they, they they are still upset about things that oh, you know yeah, I know they are they, you know and that was a long time ago and, yeah. and they're still upset.
2: Something was like his last name was Means. Yeah. Yeah. Still upset. Was it, it wasn't natron means. No.
1: No, it wasn't. <laughs> no, it wasn't. He took the wrong way out of I forty and, and they're still
2: upset about it. Still. All right, we'll come back. Steve Lapin, News Channel 5. Google
1: it. Just Google it. We're not going to do it. Google it. First name, Albert. Google it. More
4: of
2: the McFarland Show next here on WNSR.
5: We all hear the radio ads about the IRS. They tell you to be afraid, to be scared, and they try to frighten you into calling. I'm not here to do that. Tax Relief Advocates is different. TRA is here to tell you that if you owe money to the IRS, whether it's 5000 50000 or 500000 we have a solution. It doesn't matter if you're sitting in your car, at work, or with your kids, no matter where you are. Call now. 800-617-0239. Don't lose hope. TRA can eliminate or reduce what you owe to the IRS. Tax Relief Advocates, real solutions for real people.
4: Prescriptions require an online consultation with a healthcare provider who will determine if appropriate restrictions apply. See website for details and important safety information. Subscription required. Price varies based on product and subscription plan.
6: Hey, guys, did you know there's a generic form of Viagra that works just the same but is 95% cheaper and you can get it online? Just go to hymnscom slash joy. Through hymns. you'll get a free medical consultation, discreet shipping if prescribed, a 100% online process, and trusted generic alternatives to the name brands. Add up to 95% off. That's right, get generic for Viagra, the same active ingredient as brand name Viagra, but for 95% less. It's the same medication, still prescribed by a licensed medical provider, but with zero copay, no expensive appointments, and no awkward face-to-face conversations. To start your free online visit, you need to go to this exclusive address, hymns.com slash joy. That's hymns.com slash joy for your free online visit. H-I-M-S dot slash J-O-Y.
7: The traditional first year anniversary gift is paper.
8: Yay! Envelopes.
7: The traditional 10-year anniversary gift
4: is tin or
7: aluminum.
8: Are there sardines in here?
7: And the 20-year anniversary gift is the chance to win up to a million dollars.
5: Now that's what I'm talking about.
7: It's our anniversary, but we thought about what you'd want. The new 20th anniversary Jumbo Bucks Instant Games from the Tennessee Lottery. Game-changing fun. Please play responsibly.
9: It's a Bill game Show. The
4: McFarland Show, streaming live on the WNSR app and on WNSR.com.
2: Back here on the McFarland Show, Darren and Justin here in the Strikers Bear Family Fun Center studio on this Tuesday afternoon. Hope everybody's having a good day. Steve Lehman from News Channel 5 is up next. He now joins the program. At Larry Bird in Indiana State. Will be at uh, the Curb Event Center tomorrow night to take on Belmont. Steve will be at the call Man. on the call. Steve, what's up?
11: Larry Legend is going to be there. Uh, that that would be awesome. I, I'm concerned. If I was going to say, I like,
6: what? No, because no. they're
11: loaded, and if, so if he suits up, then you're saying they don't need down. him. They do not need him. <laughs> they do not need. <laughs> wow, him. that that team is really good. They're they're top 25 in the net ranking. So if you're you're trying to file away some teams to think about in March that may a little under the radar you don't see all the time. Upset special? Indiana State.
2: Okay. Indiana State, look out. Okay. You heard it here first. We're all looking for that good upset right in our bracket. So there you go. Absolutely. Uh, maybe they'll be the 5-12 game.
1: Mm. Mm, here we go. Mm. Yeah,
2: I, I
11: actually think they should be pushing to be a higher seed than that or lower seed, however way you want to look at that. I think they deserve more like a 8, 9, 10 seed type of thing, but certainly if they land on that 12-5 line, you you would be wise to look at them very strongly against the 5 seed.
2: Doesn't look like uh, many members of the Mike Vrabel staff, or any, are going to be around. Uh, although Shane Bowen is still around. Uh, what What do you make of that, by the way? Let's just start there. What do you make of you know, most have all shown the door been shown the door or have left on their own and taken jobs elsewhere. What do you make of Shane Bowen? No word on him staying going yet?
12: yeah,
11: I don't think any of that is surprising. A new coach wants his new staff. They don't want any loyalties to the coach that isn't there anymore. I get all of that. My assumption is that Shane Bowen is only there because they don't have a defensive coordinator in place yet. If they can go out and identify someone that Brian Callahan really wants or Rand Carson wants, I think he'll be gone as well. And I still would put, I guess, my betting money on that being the most likely option. But until you actually identify that person, Brian Callahan's an offensive mind. <laughs> so to keep Shane Bowen in the building, I guess it's a possibility that if they don't find someone that they like better, because remember, you're going out and getting someone who's probably not a coordinator probably not a head coach or head coach background there. So you're trying to identify someone who's likely been maybe like a passing game coordinator on the defensive side or a DB's coach or a defensive line coach and seeing if they can be your next defensive coordinator. Shane Bowen has been the coordinator here and he knows a lot of the personnel here. So if they can't find someone who sort of blows them away in the interview process, I could see a scenario where Bowen is back, but I still think that is, A less than 50% likelihood in my mind, anyway.
2: What did you make of Ben Johnson telling, basically, Washington and maybe even Seattle, thanks but no thanks. I'm going to stay in Detroit and be the OC and try to win it here.
11: Yeah, I was actually just thinking about that before you guys called up, Darren, and
2: I'm not totally
11: sure what to make of it. The only thing I could possibly think of in that situation is that he thinks he could, one, stand a little bit more seasoning, whatever that means, try and spend next year gathering all the information he wants before he becomes a head coach, because you may only get one shot at that. So if that's the ultimate goal, you want to feel like you're really prepared. But two, the only other thing I can think of, and this is probably the most likely explanation, is he's got to think that there's a job that he has his eye on more that is about to come open, right? And I started thinking about that, like, does he think the Cowboys are going to come open next year? Or if the Bills don't make a run again next year, that they might make a move from Sean McDermott? What are the jobs out there, Darren and Justin, where he's looking at it right now saying, you know, if I just hold on a little bit, maybe I get that job. And that's a job where I can win with what they have there. And I'm not just getting the job and I'm hopefully going to be there beyond three or four years, but I'm going to win and I'm going to leave my mark there.
2: Well, something else that, that jumped out to me, I, I'm not avoiding your question, is, you know, there was, it got out that Ben Johnson was, I guess, thought he was going to be in high demand and was like, okay, this is what it's going to take to get me. He had some pretty lofty stuff that was put out there. Did, I think I even saw like he was wanting $15 million a year yeah. or something. I mean, if those things are true, if those are true, You know, maybe you know. There's these other these teams also were like, yeah, like that's like that. We want you, but bro, we ain't giving you that. You're a first time head coach. You're you're in your 30s. That's not happening.
11: Uh, You may be exactly right on that, but I only think there is what what's he making now? I mean, even if if the commanders came to him and said, all right, 15 million's not happening, but we'll give you eight. Is he like, no? I'm gonna stick with my one million dollars as the offensive coordinator in Detroit. It just I think that maybe made negotiations more difficult for him, and he may have that pie in the sky mentality, but that can't possibly be the ultimate reason he turned it down because he's turning that down for way less money to be the offensive coordinator. So I don't know. I'm, I'm sure there'll be more to come out there, but to me, it, it strikes me as a guy who's maybe looking at the situation saying, I don't know what to make of the Washington situation. Maybe I'm not the front runner in Seattle but I do think there's a couple jobs coming open next year that I really like, and and that may be the place that I want to go. And I guess maybe there's a small side of them that thinks if Detroit could be really good next year, if they could get over the hump, that there's some legacy involved there as well as helping Detroit do something it's never done before. But it is strange because he was certainly one of the most coveted guys out there.
2: No doubt. Um, We're we're seeing some names come out of of people that are getting interviewed for coordinator jobs or whatever here. Um, Well, who do you you think is like the first domino to drop? Like, and by the way, are you impressed with any of those? I mean, it looks like a lot of, you know, it's going to be a lot of first timers. I mean, he's going to need a little bit of a blend, right? He's a first time head coach. And I don't think you want a bunch of first timers in coordinator roles or younger guys. Like you're going to need a blend of probably some veterans, some skins on the wall guys, and those young up and comers, you know, eager guys, I, I would think, right? Man, we know his dad is out there, but other than that, I haven't seen a name that gets your attention. Arthur Smith was just hired. I'm not saying Arthur Smith was coming here, I'm just saying a guy like that, right? A former head coach. Arthur Smith just hired as the OC in Pittsburgh. I haven't seen any, like, former head coach names on any list to interview here.
11: Yeah, I haven't seen that either, and I think that's going to be important, specifically on the defensive side of the ball. If you listen to him last week, he feels that he's prepared to be an NFL head coach. He knows what it takes to be a play caller in this league. I think there's a lot to take on as responsibility, and I think there could be some growing pains there, just like we saw with Mike Vrabel in the first year. He definitely grew on the job In year number one here in Tennessee, I think that very likely may happen with Brian Callahan. But, guys, I'm less worried about who he puts on his offensive staff because ultimately I think the the teaching points, I think the scheme, and I think the play calling on the offensive side all falls at the feet of Brian Callahan. And so if he hires young, energetic guys there, I think it all comes back
0: to him eventually.
11: The problem with that is if he puts so much emphasis on the offensive side, because that's where he wants to be, he's got to find essentially a, the head coach of the defense for the other side of the ball. Because he can't be in all those meeting rooms at the same time he's doing everything on the offensive side. And so he needs somebody who can come in and take over. I'm just, I'm just throwing out names here, but like he needs a Jim Schwartz type somebody who's maybe been a head coach before somebody who has certainly run their own defense before where that guy walks into the room. You understand that he's in charge and you have no concerns about his ability to either game plan or call out the plays on Sunday. I think that's what Callahan needs. I haven't seen that guy mentioned yet. And so to me, that's going to be the most intriguing hire of all Here is what they end up doing on the defensive side, because they're going to need leadership over there from someone because I don't think Brian Callahan's going to be able to provide much for the defensive side.
1: Why hasn't Mike Vrabel found a head football coaching job?
11: Another great question, Justin. I think he wants to coach from what I've been told this year. I don't think he's totally done, but I also have been told by people that there were some moments during the past season when he was just frustrated about how everything was going and you started to feel it was wearing on him a bit. So could there be some part of him that wouldn't mind taking a year off and re-energizing and refreshing? I think there could be some of that too. But I'm a little bit surprised that there hasn't been more overwhelming interest in him, I guess, at this point. Some of that may be the fact that I don't think many people around the league thought Mike Rabel was going to be available. And so when you're making your plans of what you're doing – do you even have him in your mind at the beginning? And then how quickly do you react once he is available, if that's the case? I I don't know. I I mean, I'm throwing a lot of things at the wall there. I'm totally giving you a definitive answer. But I think Mike Drabel will be a head coach in this league again soon, whether that's this year or next year or what. And he, he may be fine taking a year off. But as to why nothing has happened right now, I don't know. There's there's a lot in there, and and Justin, I I won't even be so foolish to say that some of the reports that have come out of here in the last couple of weeks that haven't been necessarily glowing.
13: Mm-hmm.
11: Does that matter too? I mean, if if you're an owner and you've heard from Amy Adams Strunk that he was miserable to deal with in the last year, and you know, talk about a guy that you don't want in your building because he's tough to deal with. I'm not saying that's happened, but could she have said that to some people? Are some of the reports about him filtering out around the league and some of those owners are thinking, I'm not sure I really want to bring that into my organization right now. That could be a factor too here, but ultimately I do think Rabel will be a head coach again sometime soon in the NFL.
1: I, I do as well. I think he'll end up somewhere just where is the right fit and uh and can he get along with the ownership there and you know, and whatever program that they're that they're running at the time is 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 gonna be key. Um Another former head coach is going, getting back into coaching, and that is Arthur Smith, uh, who's taking the job with the Steelers now as the, an offensive coordinator. Someone asked me, um, someone someone over at Fox 17, if I thought Mike Vrabel would take a job as a DC somewhere and I, I stopped myself from laughing I said, uh, no, no, I don't think Mike Vrabel is going to be anybody's defensive coordinator anytime soon. Um, I think his days being a DC are, are basically done. However, there are other coaches uh, like Arthur Smith who's decided, yeah, I'm going to go be the OC for the Pittsburgh Steelers and see what I can do and see if I can get another turn at the Apple that way.
11: Yeah, it's interesting. Those two guys are so different in how they deal with each other. And Arthur can be gruff to some degree, but he's worked under a lot of people. He he has been a self-dimension, I think, from the mailroom at Ascension St. Thomas Sports Park. He he literally held every job and worked his way up through quality control to get to the point that he was a good offensive coordinator. He wasn't getting a head coaching job, at least in this cycle, and so he gets back in to do something that he did well the first time around, and frankly, I love the personnel matchup in Pittsburgh, too. That's not to say that he's going to knock it out of the park and be one of the best coordinators in the league next year, but what Pittsburgh does well with a good offensive line, with a stable of running backs, with a quarterback that probably shouldn't just be throwing it around the yard, that matches up with the offense that Arthur Smith ran exceptionally well here in Tennessee. Run the football, control the line of scrimmage, play action pass off of that. So I think there's a chance that that's a really good marriage, and I'm with you. It's really hard for me to see Mike Vrabel, the alpha dog, walking into any facility next year as anything other than the head coach. And I think part of the thing about why he maybe doesn't have a job is I'm not sure being just the head coach is enough for him right now. I think he wants a level of control that maybe not every head coach walking into an organization gets. So, yeah, it's really hard for me to see him walking in as a defensive coordinator on someone else's staff.
1: Let me switch gears just slightly into your job there at News Channel 5. And, you know, I'm in a newsroom as well where sometimes you sit down and you determine coverage about certain things. And even though I'm not the sports director at my station, you know, they still ask me a lot of questions on the morning show about what we should be paying attention to and things like this. Uh, I have never paid less attention to Vanderbilt men's basketball than I have this year. Um, when they play, you know it's it's barely a blurb, and you know people ask me, "Should we be, you know, is is this worth the run?" And I'm like, "Well, what happened? And you take a look, and you go, okay. Well, you know, you put it up on the screen, but I'm not sure if we're going to do highlights. They they have melted away in a way that I didn't think was possible, Steve, in this market. And you've been here long enough to understand. How how big of a part they can be when they're good, but when they're not good, which is now, I, I haven't seen them as low of a profile as I have this year. Um, and I don't know what you know. I, I you know I don't watch you guys every night. I'm not sure is it the same way. Over are you covering them a little less or more, or what, what's how do you view Vanderbilt as a, as a basketball entity? Yeah, you know, Justin, on it's the men's funny side. you you asked this.
11: Because last night on Sportsline, I had a caller call in and say, I love Vanderbilt basketball. I moved here 50 years ago and fell in love with what is Memorial Magic and everything about it. I still love the program, but I just feel like the local media doesn't cover Vanderbilt as much anymore. Why is that? And I, <laughs> I think there's essentially two, uh, two answers to that. Is Number one, they're not any good and haven't been for seven years. Uh, they just, they're not winning games consistently enough. And I, I don't care who you are. You're not going to get the same level of coverage.
13: Yeah. You, you
11: just aren't. But the other part of it is there's so much more in this market now, too. Yeah. Vanderbilt basketball could have been bad 20 years ago and not been a tournament team. And, or, or maybe I should go back 30 years. But you go back 30 years and there's no NFL. There's no NHL. There's no professional sports of any kind around. Mm -hmm. So Vanderbilt basketball, even in a down season, would have been an enormous story around here. Well, now if you look at it here, you're talking about a team that hasn't won a game in the SEC. They've got five wins for the season. They haven't been to a tournament in seven years. The Titans are going through a coaching change. The Predators are fighting for a playoff spot. You're starting up the MLS season with a soccer team that's been successful as they've gone through. Tennessee basketball is in the top five. Tennessee football is back on fire. Now there's the story about possible uh, sanctions or, or violations mm-hmm. within Tennessee. I mean, all those things are rating stories. Yeah. And that doesn't even get into the occasional other story around or, you know, Belmont basketball doing well or, or whatever it may be. Sure. And so I do think they just lose out in a lot of times because of that because, one, they're not as good, and two, there's so much else going on. It's a shame, though, because I do think Vanderbilt's fan really cares about Vanderbilt Yes, they do. I would I agree. That. And right
13: yes, now, sir. they just
2: aren't. Well, no, their fan base is, is small, and it just keeps getting smaller because it doesn't mean they've gone away for good. It just means they've gone away right now. I mean, uh, I've attended a lot of games in Memorial Gym. I haven't been there in years. But when I I talked to somebody who was there on Saturday night, and it's 70 75% Tennessee fans, depending on who you talk to, I mean, that just tells you right there. I mean, I've been to those Tennessee Vanderbilt games over the years. Many of them. And, yeah, you're going to see Orange in there for sure. 70%, 75% for a basketball game? I haven't seen that. I haven't seen 70 75% for Kentucky in there. And Kentucky and Tennessee are always going to get into Memorial Gym. It just tells you how far the slide is. They're very, very unhappy. And right now, I don't blame them because... You know how much are they trying to? You know what? What are they trying to do? Are they trying to get their coaches out there and the, are they visible? Are they out there talking to people? Or are they doesn't feel like it. Doesn't feel like it at all. So, okay, I mean you are what you are. Then, I mean you, you don't. They don't seem like they're really interested. I mean Tim Corbin is honestly that there should already be a statue made of him because he is for for a school that has been so inept over the years. He seems like the the only person at times that truly gets it over there, which is why you know he's been there two decades.
11: Yeah, there should be multiple statues for him. And I'll just say this, guys, about Vanderbilt. It'll be interesting to see what happens when the Vanderbilt United campaign is completed because they are putting in a major investment to particularly football and basketball now that I think will bring them up to sort of a competitive level with the rest of the SEC. But there's a couple things there is – One, why did they need $400 million of investments? Because they haven't invested in such a long time. They are so far behind everybody else. I had a basketball coach around the SEC. This is probably about three or four years ago. They were like, Do you know where Vanderbilt's basketball facilities rank within the conference? And I was like, 14th. And they were like, No, it's more like (laughs) 22nd. And obviously, there's not 22 teams in the SEC even with the addition of Texas and Oklahoma. But that was the point. He was saying they were so far behind the times, they shouldn't even be within the SEC rankings in terms of the facilities that they have. And that's what you're trying to deal with. That's what you're trying to build upon. And football, as we know, very similar within their facilities as well. So now they're actually investing in all that. The stadium's going to look different. They're adding practice gyms for basketball facilities for basketball. That's going to help. Will it be enough? I don't know. Because ultimately, guys, I think what we're finding out in this NIL era is that I think it's gotten harder for schools like Vanderbilt and the just-off-the-radar Power Fives than easier. I think some people thought you start giving them money and they can offer things maybe to a guy that's on the print. I don't think it's worked that way. I think what you've found is that the Alabamas and the Georgias and the Kentucky Basketballs and the Tennessees and all that, they've got the money and they're willing to pay for the eighth guy on their basketball roster, or the backup offensive tackle, just as much as those schools are willing to pay for the quarterback. And so in a lot of ways, the rich have just gotten richer in all this, and that makes it difficult for Vanderbilt. I think they're committed to trying to make themselves a valid team in the SEC. I think their fan base wants that, but it is a tall hill to climb if you're Vanderbilt. You're that small of an institution, you have the academic rigor that they have, and you're playing from behind as it is. And I think it's just going to be more and more difficult for them to do it. So it's a tall task, but I'm rooting for them because just as you guys said, the people who care, care. And if they get it right, if they get football going where they can get to a bowl game, if they get basketball back to the NCAA tournament, people are going to be ecstatic in this town about that. And It's going
2: to be a fun story to tell. Steve, appreciate it as always. Have a great day. We'll talk to you soon. You bet, guys. Take care. Steve Lehman, News Channel 5. Good stuff from him. Wide open the rest of the hour. 615-844-5600. If you want to get involved as you listen to The McFarland Show here on WNSR.
14: And now, Net Paint LLC is reminding Americans to show support to the brave men and women who serve our U.S. military. Please visit DAV.org and consider donating to the disabled U.S. veterans who need our help. This message is brought to you by NetPaint LLC, serving Nashville and the surrounding areas for 10 years. For all your residential, commercial, interior, and exterior painting needs, give the pros a call today at 615-608-4548. 615-608-4548. That's NetPaint LLC. They're professionals who care.
2: 800-462-3333 That's 800-462-3333
9: 800-462-3333 It's the McFarlane Show with Darren McFarlane and Fox 17's Justin McFarlane
2: I said all day yesterday on the show that you don't hand a microphone to a guy when the season's over to address the crowd if he's coming back No, he He's not coming back So coming we can back. stop saying if he doesn't come back But today,
9: now he really let me reiterate <laughs> for sure
2: Gone. Look forward to the ceremony.
9: can put that to bed. The McFarland Show with Darren and Justin on Nashville Sports Radio WNSR.
15: Five State
10: Your exclusive Nashville Sports Radio WNSR Skyscan scan forecast. For this afternoon, we'll have partly sunny skies. It'll be a shower possible, high temperature 56. Mostly cloudy tonight, low 34. Increasing amounts of sunshine Wednesday, high 48, mostly sunny Thursday. Utilizing the resources of the Motherbug Network on National Sports Radio, I'm WNSR's meteorologist Jim Rinaldi. Sports Radio
13: WNSR.
4: You're listening to The McFarland Show live on WNSR Nashville Sports Radio.
2: Justin, we got to throw out a happy birthday wish. Okay. Our man Johnny in Vancouver.
1: Hey!
2: Who's listening, has been chatting on uh, our YouTube channel.
1: For for a long time. We appreciate yep.
2: him. And uh, Johnny says, uh, he tweets at us. Yes, he does. says, it's a tradition said he gets to listen one way or another on Nashville radio from up here in Vancouver when it's my birthday, 42 years young.
1: Outstanding. Happy birthday, and happy Johnny. Happy birthday, Johnny. Awesome. Hope you have a good one and get to do whatever you want, man.
2: It's awesome. I got a birthday coming up too, and it's, I won't be 42 young. Okay. I wish. It'd be cool. <laughs> 42 again. I would, See, I would I'd go back to 42. It is the
1: anniversary.
2: 42 was good.
1: Anniversary of the 42nd.
2: Enjoy 42, Johnny. My early 40s were good.
1: 42 is the Jackie Robinson year. There you go.
2: There you go. Look at you. Pull the
1: 44, you know, you pull the 40, you know, the 40 whatever. Uh, yeah, I Who was it that I feel like somebody's wrote a, written a whole book on that. Just, you know, like ages with athlete numbers, you know, kind of thing. It's 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 interesting. Um, but yeah, the forty two is the it's the Jackie Robinson year. Yeah, I He's wish I good. could go back to forty two.
3: <laughs> just say, I just thought I thought <laughs> Do you remember forty two? Mm. Uh, faintly, <laughs> faintly. Oh yes. boy, <laughs> yes, a little bit. Yeah. I just know back then. I think we were still playing CDs and uh, we were, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We had, didn't maybe have, cassettes. Didn't have cell phones.
2: Yeah, right, right. For you, yeah. maybe cassettes. <laughs> <laughs> hold up there <Darryl>. Hold up <laughs> Hold up You started to go along With it at uh, first Like I had to think About that for a second
3: Y'all
1: were never Playing cassettes On the air
2: Yeah uh, we did uh, hey, look, Y'all I, playing cassettes I did Yeah we, uh, we had Real to, to real And cassettes
3: Cause they had yes.
16: Those cassettes I, they, they had, had those the cards cassettes a, They had those cassettes Where they
2: had the best Of James Cleveland And all of that James So you could Cleveland. put that on And play And not yes, have to worry sir. about it. But you and had to be careful Cause it would take But break Early on I was Working overnights, yeah. We played cassettes, yeah. oh, reel to reel, and cassettes The real
13: to
1: reel, I understand. the cons- The cassettes yes. there are something different because yes. you got to get the spacing I just erasing. right on the cassette. Yeah,
2: you 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 had to use the eraser, and I mean, I would record stuff. You know how you put the tape? Sure. Over the, I little, remember you know, that. Oh, yeah. right, you put or the you tape the over. Make the weird sound it. over the Yeah. yeah. And yeah I've you record one over those? It. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Wow.
6: Uh huh.
2: Wow.
3: Just, you remember the re- eraser? Yeah.
1: Do you? Yeah, okay. Table Racer, yeah. Wow. But we never used, you know, I was the CD guy. We actually did play a few records in my okay. first okay. station. Okay. So yeah, we did, we did some records. records? Yeah, yeah, we did some records. Now, the records were the classic. Like, we didn't just pull out the records for anything. Like, you know, right. you, know you had to special use the record, occasion. special occasion for yeah. the records, yeah. So. But, yeah, you know, so a few. Of I those. was
3: actually hurt when they stopped playing records years ago, and I was like, man. You have a
1: very unique, rich uh, sound to them, that not everybody you gosh. can't get with CD or even digital. Right, right, we're hey. time for a break now.
2: Wake up. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> we didn't mean to put everybody to sleep there. Sorry about <laughs> just that. Just going, memories. Every now and then you have to we go just, back and rebuild. We should we just do a reset
1: and memories. come back and start again here. Just All right. commercial.
2: We'll take our final break, come back and. <laughs>
15: This project is funded by the Tennessee Department of Mental Health and Substance Abuse Services.
7: We all make resolutions this time of year. And let's face it, most of them won't stick. But here's one that's not only easy to keep, but will help you feel healthier all year long. Navaj. Navage provides quick, drug-free nasal relief by washing saline in one nostril, around the back of the nose, and out of the other nostril. This time of year, when everyone is sick, Navage helps by sucking out germs, bacteria, and viruses trapped in our noses that cause us to feel miserable. And come allergy season, it does the same with dust, pollen, and other allergens. And unlike medications that can take time to help, if they're effective at all, Navage helps treat congestion symptoms in seconds flat, without drugs. This New Year's resolve to use drug-free Navage to help you breathe easier, sleep better, and feel healthier all year long. Ask for Navage at Walmart, Walgreens, CVS, Rite Aid, Target, or find us online at navage.com. Navage, N-A-V-A-G-E, clean nose, healthy life.
17: Gas, groceries, utilities, you name it, the price of everything is going up and if you're stuck in a bad timeshare with rising maintenance fees, the financial burden can be crushing. It is time to get your finances in order and get the real facts about that timeshare that you are stuck in and your options to get rid of it. get the facts about how the timeshare industry works and your options for cancellation simply call wesley now for your free timeshare exit kit and see how you can become timeshare free call 800-462-3333 that's 800-462-3333 once again 800-462-3333
5: it's just a few cocktails at happy hour
11: there aren't any cops around after every game we always have a
4: few it's no big deal
10: The TSU men's basketball squad came through a challenging non conference schedule with a winning record and now turned their attention to Ohio Valley Conference play. The Tigers kicked off a run of 18 league games over a nine week period through February, leading to the OVC Championships, part six to the ninth at the Ford Center in Evansville. And part of that, nine league home games at the Gentry Center. Hello, this is Greg Poke, inviting you to join longtime TSU broadcaster Albert Dawson and me on all the games this season right here on National Sports Radio. <laughs>
4: Welcome back to the McFarland Show with Darren McFarland and Fox 17's Justin McFarland.
2: Back here on the McFarland Show, we're live here in the Strike and Spare Family Fun Center studio, 615 844 5600 darren and justin here with you a little recap before we get out of here and then we're wide open the second hour to if you want to get involved we're going to get into some things Uh, we we had an interview set up in columbia but we had a little snafu here it was our fault and uh so we're not gonna be able to play it unfortunately because tennessee's uh hosting south carolina tonight wanted to get a little preview we've been talking about south carolina you know, like, what's going on? Like, how are they 17 and three? Like, where where did this come from? Mm-hmm. Uh, but, like I said, unfortunately, uh, a little snafu here on our end. And uh, it was the show's fault. And uh, we don't have that interview. So we'll talk. Yes. That's what we do. It's a talk show. We'll talk. It's okay. And there's something that I would like to get into to begin the second hour. Mm-hmm. But um, to recap, Tom Bellocero putting it out there the Steelers are hiring Arthur Smith as their offensive coordinator. Ben Johnson has decided to stay in Detroit and be their OC, hmm. which is really interesting. And Rutrow, row, Tennessee's being investigated again by the NCAA.
1: Which could mean a whole bunch of different things.
2: For violations related to name, image, and likeness.
1: Have to wait and see. There's so, there's so much there. We have to wait and see.
2: Here's another one. Party yeah. congrats to Rick Stockstill. Yeah, Stock absolutely. Hired at Florida State as their scouting director.
1: How about that? How good about that? A little power football, power five football.
2: Well, he's got history at Florida State. He's gonna so. step
1: up a few notches there. Good for him. That's yeah, excellent for him. That's not good. That's great. Great for him.
2: I don't know how many people saw. Randy Hooth and Nolan's If you remember, he joined us during their Ronda Williams. At least
1: a couple times.
2: Yeah, we're, we're going to talk about it to begin the second hour. As you listen to the McFarland Show right here on WNSR.
15: ABC News, I'm Michelle Franz. And the White House says a U.S. response to the deadly drone attack on U.S. service members in Jordan could come at any time. National Security Council spokesperson John Kirby traveling on Air Force One today. We're going to respond, uh, and we're going to do it really in a way and a time of our own choosing. The U.S. did not name the militant group, but the Hezbollah brigade based in Iraq now says it is temporarily suspending operations against U.S. military personnel in Iraq. The House Homeland Security Committee holding a markup session today on articles of impeachment against Homeland Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas. Republicans accusing Mayorkas of failing to secure the U.S. border, allegations Mayorkas denies. The daughter of Cheetah Rivera announced the Broadway star died today after a brief illness. A groundbreaking Latina legend best known for her roles in West Side Story, Chicago and Kiss of the Spider Woman, earned 10 Tony nominations and two Tony wins. This is ABC News.
2: Give the star in your life the brightest gift in the world. Name a star after them.
9: SR Nashville Sports Radio.
14: Attention business owners. WNSR has some exciting opportunities for your business to thrive in the dynamic world of sports radio advertising. As the proud home of some of your favorite sports teams like the Atlanta Braves, Memphis Grizzlies, and more, we understand the power of sports in bringing people together and creating a passionate community. We believe that your business can become an integral part of this experience reaching a diverse and engaged audience. Contact the WNSR sales team for an opportunity to discuss how Nashville's Sports Radio can elevate your brand to new heights. Whether you're interested in a specific sponsorship package or would like a customized solution, we are here to meet your advertising needs. Call 615-844-1039. 615 1039 or email saleswnsr at gmail.com That's saleswnsr at gmail.com
9: You can't handle
14: the truth. It's about to go off.
9: Live from the WNSR Strike and Spare Studios.
7: Just a bit
9: outside. Now back to the McFarlane Show with Darren McFarlane and Fox 17's Justin McFarlane.
7: Throw
13: me the money!
9: Call or text now. We'd love to hear your thoughts. Call us or send us a text on the WNSR text line. 615 844 5600. 615 844 5600. Call or text, same number. All righty then. Now, The McFarland Show with Darren and Justin.
2: Second hour of the program here on this Tuesday. Karen and Justin here with you in the Strikers Bear Family Fun Center studio. DJ Damon is alongside, even though he's a little sad today. His beloved Orange is being investigated.
1: He says he's not concerned.
2: They've been naughty. But according to him, they're being framed. His words. According to
3: Tennessee press release just recently, Uh they say that uh, Plumman is denying that it's based on the information based on the contract with NIL, in the way it's worded, there's no way that they could be in any trouble because
2: that that signature he got was with any university, wasn't just with UT. I think I remember when the Jeremy Pruitt stuff first came out, that Philip Fulmer and who was the uh, president at the time or the chancellor? I
1: must say it was chancellor, it was the, uh, the lady. Yeah, right, 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 right. Yeah, I, I'm sorry.
2: Beth, was it Beth?
1: I thought I was you know, I'm not gonna say it. but they but yes.
2: they came out and and declared their innocence, if, if I remember most correctly. Most do. I know. Yeah. Most uh, I do remember them saying that was And
3: I I'm not just being all orange. I'm just telling you what the, what she's said. I just don't believe yeah. I think that it's a lot of nothing. Okay. But I do know <laughs> that other schools are being investigated. Maybe but I mean is. I could be wrong, Mr. Maybe it is. Mr. Um, Darren and well, just be. You could be, you could be, but You still, might be right though. We don't we're know. still going
2: to the playoffs next year, though. But. Okay. All right then,
1: well, <laughs> we're good. Yeah.
2: Time will tell. We'll see you there. There was another story that came out that we haven't had a chance. I know it's just Tuesday, but didn't get to chance to get to it yesterday because obviously talking a lot about the conference championship games. Mm-hmm. As a, you know, well, in fact, we're going to have on um, Thursday. That'll be kind of like our first little, like, really getting into, um, you know, starting with Super Bowl 58. Ross Tucker's going to join us All right. on Thursday. So we'll ask him about the Titans Office hire. Offensive of lineman,
1: special teams guru. Yeah,
2: we've had him on before. Really so,
1: good special teams conversation yeah. with him. Really good. Enjoyed that.
2: So we'll have a good discussion with him on Thursday's show. But Randy Hooth, who we had on several times in their run in Williamsport, at the little league world series. He was nice enough to join us from there. We had some great conversations with him on this show. I saw, I think it was Sunday sunday that, um, he is out and will not return next season as the coach of Nolansville. And when you look at this, I think it was, maybe it was Saturday. Actually it came out, um, the president, David Jones, informed Randy Hooth that uh, said in the article I was reading in the Tennessean that on Friday he was informed that he was no longer going to be the coach. And I'm like, you know, when you first read that, it's like, huh. They just went to the World Series three straight years. Yeah. They went to Williams' Award three straight years. One year they were, what, a runner-up? That's right. Lost in the semis. Mm-hmm. And then I think the first year they went – didn't win a game. I think they were out in two. Yeah. I think it's right. double elimination. Okay. He said, um And then I was like, okay, well, why? Like what did he is he retiring? Like what what? No, no, he's not retiring. He's um not gonna be back. He's been told uh not to come back. Um Randy Huth wrote that the reason he no longer will be the team's manager was, and I quote, mm-hmm. Because multiple parents from the 2023 All-Star team called David Jones, who again is the, uh, I guess, the president, oversees everything, and told him that I treated their kids unfairly Mm -hmm. and they didn't feel like the team was as close as years in the past. Of course, Stella... Got a lot of attention. She right? did. We talked a lot about she did. Stella Weaver. National. No, huge, mm-hmm. right? Uh, I remember he was telling us her schedule, which was crazy. Yeah. ESPN was doing a really good job with her. Yeah. But uh, and she was, I think, the 22nd girl to ever play in the Little League World Series. But um, Randy Huth was the first person to ever coach a U.S. team. Remember, the final game is... The U.S. winner versus the international. Yes, winner. yes. The He became the first person to, to coach a U.S. team to three consecutive Little League World Series. Not, He's the first to ever to yeah, do
1: it. Not the easiest thing to do. No one's ever
2: done that. Yeah. And uh, I think Stella also broke the hits record, remember, uh, and tied the overall record. Oh, no, she tied the overall hits uh, record for hits for girls. And, um, but broke the u s record, but you just it just goes on to say Randy Hooth said that he was shocked mm-hmm. and incredibly sad,
1: yeah, ripped his heart out,
2: and, um, from everybody that I've talked to, I don't know one more, there's one more quote, hold up, sorry. David Jones, sure. the league president, just to inform me that I cannot coach this year because multiple parents. From the 2023 All-Star team, called him and told him I treated their kids unfairly and they didn't feel like the team was as close as years in the past. Frankly, I'm shocked and incredibly sad. If you are one of those parents, all I can do is apologize that you feel that way. There are very few things in the world that I truly love. And one of those is Little League Baseball. To have that taken away rips my heart out. As you can imagine, this hit uh, a little bit harder for me. Because I you know I've been in that same type of world right those are 11 and 12 year olds that's what we've been the last couple of years eleven and twelve we're not on the in the little League circuit travel ball circuit but it's all the same stuff sure Justin sure and look I've dealt with Randy over the years it's not the first time've interviewed him or a couple the couple times that we did it two, We hit him on two or three times um I, I've interviewed him many many times I don't pretend to know Randy Hooth personally I do. I do know people that do. And I can tell you without knowing exactly what went on, there's nobody that I've talked to that has said, you know, I mean, I could see, I could see that. I mean, I'm not, I can't say I'm terrible. Like nobody, no one, uh, Chris Mercado, who was, Someone on that staff was one of the assistant coaches. Yeah, another guy that uh, dealt with over the years. He's been in these magical runs. He's been on these th- these staffs that have gone to Williamsport from this area. Uh, he put out a message on Facebook on Friday, very long message, basically like bad things happen to good people. It was very long and very cryptic, and I was like, "What is going? What is that all about?" I could show you during the break. Cheers. Okay. Uh, and maybe i sent it to you i'm not sure no but i was like what what is that about i remember on reading it on facebook and was like what Man, that is really weird it's very cryptic but you know it just was i'm just blown away by what what is going on behind the scenes and i was like what and then kaboom over the weekend i haven't heard one person tell me say one bad thing about Randy. Again, I don't pretend to know him. I don't know. But I also know how this works. I know how youth sports works, mm-hmm. and I know typically who can usually mess things up. Typically. Okay. And it's usually the parents. Okay. And so I can say I'm not surprised at all. I'm sad. Just sad. Again, without knowing, not being around that group, but Usually, if there's smoke somewhere, I'll talk to enough people that I'll realize that there was there was fire, right? I can't get anybody to say a bad word about what he's done, his passion for it, him as a coach, nothing. Him as a human being, nothing. I did read, I think one of the parents said, you know, he could be prickly at times. Mm-hmm. So, maybe he's prickly dealing with you. How about wow. that? Maybe you made him prickly. Wow.
1: Okay. This is is, is where I'm at with this. And I've read the the article here, and now actually two of them. I've read two articles, but they basically said roughly the same thing. And even though I am not a parent, uh, I have spent a long time covering school stories at schools uh, where parents will call us and will say, hey, X is going on at my school. You guys should investigate. And then you go and you take a look and you see if anything's going on. My mother was a school teacher for 29 years. Um, my father, uh, notoriously here on the program, has been a uh, TWSSA official uh, for 25, 26, however long it's been since we've been here, since '91. So well, say what
2: official are. means.
1: Umpire, yeah. referee, right?
2: Umpire, not referee. Not somebody who's yeah, not, working not, for TWSSA no, 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 no.
1: on the ground. Like, he's not a field. Yeah, no, he's he's out there. Yeah. Nah, he's been a he's, bas- in, In the belly of the beast. Basketball referee, baseball umpire, volleyball, yeah, okay. official, whatever. Oh, I don't I know even what, know that. I don't even know what the volleyball folks are called, but
2: whatever. I didn't know that.
1: <laughs> yes, he does volleyball as well. He's been doing that a long time. This is what I do know based on those just those three experiences alone. From covering school stories, scandal. Now, I'm not talking about, you know, Jimmy got the best GPA award. No, 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 no. I'm talking about they found this scandalous thing at my school. You should go investigate my mother being a school teacher for 29 years, my father being a TSSAA, you know, referee and umpire. The following statement I find to be absolutely true. People cannot be objective when it comes to their own children. They cannot. They cannot. They cannot be trusted to be fair and objective when it comes to their kids. They cannot, Uh, you know, and, and I've seen this over and over again. And I'm not saying I don't believe a parent when they come tell me something. But I do. I will say this: If a parent comes tells me something, <laughs> and it involves their child directly,
2: you better go do some investigating on your own.
1: Need to go dig a little deeper. You're gonna need than to dig a little deeper. This parent said, yep. by themselves. Yep, because a parent cannot, cannot, cannot be fair and balanced when it comes to their own child. It, it is very difficult. This person." This child came literally out of you or from you or whatever. You've been nurturing this little person for the last umpteen years. You, you love this thing more than life itself. And thing, child, you love this child more than life itself. You cannot be fair. You cannot be fair. So bring that to this situation here. If there are parents who feel that there is a wrong, and I've seen this too, If parents get together and feel like there is an injustice going on and that thing starts moving, good luck. Because the passions start to stir and it's hard to separate the fact from the fiction after a while. Because once you feel a certain way about a certain person as a group of people who are in charge of protecting young lives, you are out on a mission to try to get that thing out of there no matter what it may have said or done. Or else you're going to remove either that thing is going to go, or you're going to remove your child from that situation. One or the other, and you know. And I don't know. Again, if this is just me talking from extremely outside. Somebody who does not have a child, extremely outside looking in. I I know that enough to know if a, if a parent group wants a teacher gone because they feel like a teacher has done something has been unfair. They will march on the school board. They will go harass the principal. They will do whatever it takes to make sure that teacher is out of there, is out of there. And they will move as a group and do so tr- strategically to make sure that thing is, is is taken care of. And if they don't, if, that, if, if the administration stands pat, then if it's strong enough, they will remove children from school. They will remove children from programs. They will remove, they will do all kinds of things. So I don't know what happened here. I'm sure you have seen I'm sure you have seen more than enough of those kind of examples in your line of work outside of this building where if you get parents moving against you or moving not against you but moving against a certain situation strong enough listen we're not gonna even though I think it's a great idea we're not gonna do it because the majority of the parents are not on board
2: oh when the teams go away I mean usually you know why I mean, uh, we, we you know in five years sure. to be teams we've seen come and go I mean I've lost track I'm I, I, I've forgotten more than I'll ever remember, and why do you think that is? I mean, there's, I mean, there's obviously multiple reasons. There's multiple factors that can, but most of the time, it's like a lot of what you're saying. Yeah, I mean, I don't know what was said or done
1: or who did who or if there was money involved and my child, she got a cut or you know, because those, those things come into play too, and you know, or if, if it was playing time because Lord knows that comes into it or. Whether or not, you know, my child didn't get enough shine or, you know, became all about... I, I don't know. all about Stella. I don't, All about Stella. Mm-hmm. My kid didn't get enough shine. Or, you know, Stella got X, Y, and Z. My child, who did way more than Stella did on the team, didn't get anything. Why, why, why wasn't my child on Jimmy Campbell? Or, or whatever co- or the it is. the coach
2: got too much attention. Or the coach
1: was everywhere and my child, you know, have been wanting their, you know, box of their favorite cereal, whatever it is. I mean... Which is why when Randy Hooth was on the show, I went out of my way to ask, how are you making sure that these 11 and 12 year olds are remaining 11, 12 year olds and getting the attention that they need? And he assured us that, you know, he's taking care of that. They've got a team of people. Parents have been phenomenal. Support, support, support. Sounded all good from the outside. But, you know, apparently, apparently somebody felt some kind of way. About something,
13: mm-hmm.
1: you know, so, you know, it's, 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 it's a tough, it's a tough thing. But, you know, one thing I do know, these things are, are a lot of times very emotional and, and have a lot less to do with sometimes fact and, you know, facts and what actually happened. But the emotion drives a lot of this. It drives a lot of stuff. And so, therefore, anytime you get, anytime I get involved with the school story, it's got to be vetted heavily
13: mm-hmm.
1: before we start getting yep. on the air with all kinds of stuff sure. because again parents and and they're not evil don't get it twisted. i'm not saying parents are evil and you know just trying to out to get no 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 they are protective of their children and it is hard for them to see straight when
2: it comes yeah, to but, their own but kids when you say they're not evil I, I agree that's but but you know a word i use a lot but you can be reckless in what well. you do It's just like people that have microphones in front of them. Oh yeah. You can be reckless with what you say. If you have a television camera in front of you, you can be reckless on television. Oh yeah. You can also be reckless. That that, with allegations. That blindness to your child. Yeah. Which on one hand is commendable, that's great. But you know, everybody does that. I mean, to your point, that's a great point. Yeah. But you can also be reckless with that blindness. And that's a bad thing. Reckless is bad. Because if you don't have your facts straight and you're just going off one thing and one thing only, your child and what they're telling you, that can be reckless. It also can be true. But it also can be. be reckless.
1: Could be. Hard to know. Hard to know. Which is why a lot of times administrations do what they did. And they just decide it's better to part ways. With Randy Hooth or fill in the blank then trying to you know rebuild this bridge between the parents and the coach because this bridge can't be rebuilt because a total lack of, of trust and faith has been lost and when you it's one thing when adults lose faith within each other that's one thing but when Adults lose faith in people who are supposed to be overseeing their children protecting and protecting and looking after their children.
2: That's a di- but that's that's a,
1: a, that's a different marker there.
2: That That's not what this article is saying, though. And I understand that this is coming from Randy Hooth's point of view, right? Because apparently, I think everything well, I've read, they've tried to reach out to parents, but I haven't seen a whole no, lot no, of parents. Parents haven't wanted to lot say A lot of anything. parent quotes.
1: No, parents haven't wanted to say so anything. So I get it
2: as Randy, but... You know the little things we've heard. It's
1: all there, about there's Randy. There's nothing. It's nothing about, about.
2: He's you know he's not. It, our kids felt unsafe. Like, no, there's no no there's no no none no no no. Okay. Stuff. Yeah. Thank you. I I'm not well, suggesting that. I haven't that. seen that no, anywhere. No no, no.
1: no no. I don't want to suggest because, that either.
2: Because. Well, you can just scrap what I said. Like, that's a whole different bag.
1: Yeah. Like, you're, nah, you're not going to get me to... Nah, like, nah, no one's right. suggesting that. I'm okay. not suggesting that. Let's back up. Let's right. Beep, beep, beep. <laughs> Let's back up slowly off of that. No one is suggesting that anybody was in harm's way. Um, That's because that that's, Yeah, that, that, that's, that's, that's a different that's, bag. That's a different allegation altogether. No yeah. one is suggesting that. I'm just saying that when, when the feelings get hurt as mm-hmm. far as, you yeah. know, even if it's just simple ego... If that's all we're talking about. It's hard about. to
2: put the toothpaste back in, man, once it's out. You're right. Yeah. Well said. All right. Take a break. Come back. Uh, if you want to get involved in the show, 615-844-5600 is how you do so. The McFarland Show. Rolling along on this Tuesday here on WNSR.
5: And now for today's winning cash three and cash four numbers from the Tennessee Lottery. The first number is the number you just thought of. The second number is the number you would have picked. The third number is the day of your wedding anniversary. And the fourth number They're
7: only lucky numbers if you decide to play them. Cash three and cash four, only from the Tennessee Lottery. Game-changing fun. Please play responsibly
17: Download the free Upside app now to earn real cash
7: back every time you buy gas. Use promo code LIFT for an extra 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. That's promo code LIFT. You can cash out anytime right to your bank account, to PayPal, or an e-gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free Upside app and use promo code LIFT for a 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. That's code LIFT.
5: Step
18: through the doorway and immerse yourself in a state of total serenity. Welcome to Mokara Spa massage therapy, facials, body treatments, and more, or try one of our signature services. These customizable services combine proven techniques with the latest spa supplements to help relax the body, restore the mind, and soothe the senses. Downtown now has a destination for you to do good things for yourself. A gift certificate to Mokara is the perfect present for the loved one in your life. Surprise someone with a trip to Mokara Spa. More information at 761-3600. Complimentary valet parking.
4: Why not treat you and your loved one to a couples retreat at Mokara? Call to arrange your gift certificates for Valentine's Day. Or simply take five minutes, leave your car with the valet, and stop in. Located at 250 Fifth Avenue South, inside the Omni Nashville Hotel. you
14: <laughs>
4: You're listening live from the Strike and Spare Studios, downtown Music City. It's the McFarland Show.
2: 615-844-5600. Darren and Justin here with you. We are live in the Strike and Spare Family Fun Center studio. I'm trying to come up with the um, actual time. I think it's... 5.30 Central will be uh, Tennessee and South Carolina. Okay. That game will be seen on SEC Network if you're looking for it. So 5.30 our time for Tennessee and uh, South Carolina.
1: Very cool. Yeah.
2: Uh, like I said, apologize. I uh, wanted to have somebody on to learn a little bit more about this South Carolina team. But uh, we'll try to catch up with him at a later date. Jesse's actually a big favorite. 13 and a half. Wow. Yeah. Okay.
1: That is a big which there. which
2: surprised me a little bit. Yeah,
1: you must think that you know Dalton connects to go in there and really go off, or South Carolina's got nothing for them or something. But uh, that that's a big number now, on the road too. Yep, that's a big number on the road.
2: Uh, and the only other SEC game is Battle of Mississippi's. Ole Miss is hosting Mississippi State. That'll be seven thirty on SEC Network following the Tennessee South Carolina game. So that's the only two. SEC teams. I mean, this is the, look. This is the time of year. Like we're going into February. Yeah. Uh, this This week, and so this is when things start getting ramped up on mm-hmm. the on the hardwoods. Yeah. Right. This is when people start really. I guess it's fair to say paying closer attention. Paying attention.
1: attention. Yeah. 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 There's no more. There's no more Monday and Thursday night football to occupy you now.
2: Yeah, that's right.
1: So it's like, well, okay, well, what's on? Oh, it's college basketball. What's mm-hmm. going on? Oh, UConn. Oh, what's going on? Yeah, you yeah. Can take a closer look now.
2: Predators uh, played a game last night in Ottawa, too. We'll talk about a rare Monday, but we'll we'll get into that in just a minute. Uh, 615-844-5600. Let's go to the phone lines. Let's bring in Doug. Doug, what's up?
16: Good afternoon, man. Uh, hey, Doug. Kudo, kudos to you for the double duty yesterday. Double D, double duty. Yes, sir. Nice job. Thank you. Five star. All right. Five appreciate star. it. I'll take it. Enjoyed you in the morning. Nice banter. Nice, nice knowledge. But you were speaking of Mr. Campbell. In Detroit. And I have to agree with you, but I wonder if anybody has looked at it like this. And I was just thinking, you know, he's he's Riverboat Dan. He did it in Dallas. You know, he's so mad that they called the play where the player wasn't eligible. Not only did he not go for one, he was so upset, he didn't even make a good decision. They moved you back further. So there's no element of surprise. You did it again. Mm -hmm. So that tells me right there, coaching wise, you. Coaching IQ right now is not showing very well. But I ask you this Do you think the Detroit fans feel today the same way Seattle fans felt when Pete Carroll threw that pass at the goal line instead of running Marshawn Lynch? Now, they do have a a Super Bowl on the shelf, Mm -hmm. but they could have had two. Mm -hmm. So do they feel back to backs? Yeah. Yeah. The, The same way that Seattle feels when you see your coach make a malpractice move.
2: Well, Doug, you heard me probably say this yesterday. Uh, Dan Campbell's probably never going to admit this publicly. He's never going to say it out loud in front of a microphone. And he, you know, he held his ground at the presser afterwards. And, you know, he threw out the word hindsight and all that. He did. I'll say this.
16: I'll say this. There is midseason gambles and there's playoff decisions. Thank you. You. You're never going to admit it. Thank you. I mean, my son plays football, and he said that he even heard Lamar say that he thought they were in cover two. I said, son, <laughs> when do you throw in the triple coverage when the end zone is your defense? Who's worried about cover two in a 15-yard window of activity? Mm-hmm. He's not admitting that he, he messed up.
1: Mm-hmm. Pressing.
16: So sometimes you have to make a, a tip of the hat that – my bad. Mm-hmm. I don't care when it is. And, and, you know, I hate to tie up the line, but, you know, I heard mm-hmm. you talking about, you know, parents needing to be investigated for coaches. Well, I'm a parent that's different than a coach. So when coaches say something to me, I immediately believe my kids are in the wrong. i vetted the coach. I know he wouldn't speak unless he had something to speak upon. But my kids, as a matter of fact, me and my son talked a minute ago about strength and condition and said, hey, this is happening. I said, "Brother, don't even talk to me." He wouldn't say anything unless it's gonna ride. So I'm not one to go and say my kids this, my kids that. Fix it. I listen to the coach and say, "I don't care what you say. He's talking because he's got facts behind his rhetoric. You fix you, because he ain't going nowhere.
2: You, my friend, are in uh, the minority." <laughs> <laughs>
16: no, I, 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 I. <laughs> I, I, I've been that dude. Matter of fact, I chose to be an assistant coach once because I told the head coach, "I'll take the heat for all the parents. You deal with the other part."
2: Hmm. Now, so you have a you you've, so you've done a little bit of this, so you know. So I probably hit home with you too, right? Because you've experienced it.
16: You you have to have somebody that can put all these parents in check gracefully, you know, respectfully, and with facts. And, and when you do that, you, you limit the argument. It's just like court. Mm. So you have proof. You have no evidence. The evidence I have is that, okay, he didn't turn in his candy, you know, for, for youth ball. That's why we had to stop him. Or what happened to the money for the fundraiser? We can't let him play. He's missed three days of practice. The other day we had sprints. He just said, I'm not running. This is why your, your child received the punishment of less playing time or these are the stats right here your son's at the bottom in the stats we're trying to get in there work with me help me do you do you give him any outside training what's his high point in your view okay we're going to try that but i do not let a parent tell me something or i don't even let it happen for my children when the coach talks I vetted the coach. I wouldn't have my child on the team unless I felt good about it. When this coach talks,
2: I'm listening to him. Doug, well said, man. I got nothing to add. Thank you, man. Thank you, sir. I mean – Honestly, we that was it. good insights right there. I
3: feel like I need to play, play some Barry White. After I feel like I you're need Doug? to play for Doug.
2: What yeah. I need to play
3: <laughs> right. for. He's basically
16: going to go play.
2: Start calling him Coach Doug. Coach Doug. Coach
16: <laughs> <John>. no, <laughs> What's you, up? You have to come at a at a place where they can understand. You have to have facts behind what you're saying. You have to have stats and facts behind the reason that you did what you did. And if the parent wants to work with you, work together. But they've got to know where the line is and the reason why you made a decision. Preach, brother. Wins. I mean, man, he's on a roll. I mean... We're not hustling plastic trophies. That's reg ball. Go back there and do that. <laughs> <laughs> we're, trying to, we're trying to get some kids in college, man. We're trying to get some kids at another level of education. So we're not about hustling plastic trophies. We're about trying to make them better.
3: <laughs> mm, yeah.
16: Hug this is... on Lou Rawls. You never find another love like mine.
2: <laughs> I knew you was going there. there. I go. knew it. I knew it. Get out of here, man.
3: You will never find. Man, all right. You
2: get a gold. You get a gold star, Doug. You're the winner yeah. today. Congrats. And he dropped the phone right after. How about there that? Go. He just just, hey. just hug up, mic Hi. drop. Hey. See you later. That's all you can do. Peace out. You can't do any better than that. Might
1: as well hang up. He's on a roll. We should probably end the segment early on that. Can't do. All I what are we we gonna do we do? We can't. We can't do anything.
2: I think we should just call it a day. <laughs> just go on to CVS <laughs> Radio. Here, here you go. It's been great, everybody. See you tomorrow. Two Thank o'clock.
1: you. Thank you, and good night, <laughs> man. Doug, drop the bike. Doug is coming here. Man,
3: it'll get very wreck, white
1: and wreck the shell. What that wow.
3: you say, Lou Rawls? You'll never, find You'll never find another love like that. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. You
2: guys got on to me. <laughs> Don't even start that. You yep. got on to me well, when we, I did that. We are okay a little bit. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. All right, let's continue on now. I don't know. I'm a little rattled. That was good.
1: I'm not rattled. Let me, t- let me tell you what I'm hearing here very quickly from, from Doug and and other situations. Again, I'm not a parent. I can't speak to it. I can speak to hearing a lot of parents talk to a lot of coaches and teachers and, and even myself over the years about what has happened to their child. It is, you know, good for Doug to think, But notice what Doug said there. I have thoroughly checked out the coach to know by the time the coach comes to me if it's serious or not. That's not everybody's testimony. That is not everybody's testimony. Sometimes they have not thoroughly checked out the coach. Sometimes they've just signed up their child to participate in fill in the blank, whether it's baseball, swimming, you know, or a, a whole school to go to, okay? We're not even talking about extracurriculars. We're just talking about you're dropping your kid off every day in this building, and you really haven't even been inside the building or checked it out for real. Then one day you got interested because something happened, and you went in there, and you found all these things that now you're upset about. When you never really went back and thoroughly investigated the thing before you dropped your kid off in here to begin with. Now you want to come tell everybody about how terrible and awful this thing is. And I think that's getting to your point about being reckless, where Doug said the key thing, I have checked out the coach, and if I didn't feel good about the coach, I wouldn't have signed up my kid to begin with. So if the coach comes to me and says, my child is doing X, Y, and Z, I automatically believe the coach because he did his homework on the coach from the giddy-up. That's huge. That is huge. Parents, if they don't do the they don't do the upfront, and not everybody can do it. I understand your kid could be involved in a lot of stuff. Maybe you've never met your kid's fill-in-the-blank coach. Okay. Maybe you've never met your kid's band director. Maybe you don't fully understand what's going on there because your kid's involved in 40 things. Okay. But then at the same time, when that situation comes. And now you want to go find every little bad thing that this band director has done because he's offended your kid in some kind of way, shape, or form. Now it turns into this whole movement, next thing you know. And, you know, and I don't know what happened in Nolensville. I don't. I don't. I just, again, not everybody has done the level of work that Doug is talking about when it comes to looking into what your child is involved in.
2: We'll see how Nolensville is uh, moving forward, too. You bet I'll be keeping a close eye on that.
1: No, as you should.
2: We'll see if they can get back for a fourth year in a row about Randy Hooth. Well, well,
1: well, okay, but does and this is something only the parents can can really answer. Does that matter at this point? Is it, does it mean more to
2: you? No, that's that's the other part. Like, what what if a lot of these were coming? You know, and again, I don't know any of this stuff. What if this is coming from twelve year old parents? Like, what are you, what are you doing? Like, what, no. what difference does it make? You're 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 done. You're, you're little late, You're done. So you're moving on. No, no,
1: no. It does mean something, Darren, because these if you do have a 12-year-old and they're done, these 12-year-old parents will sow the seeds of whatever it is against you out in the rest of the community. You have to remember, this is a community-based thing. This is not like, you know, they can go recruit from California or, or Colorado. They got to go from the kids who are right there in the county or the kids they're zoned for. And that's a small collection of kids. Mm-hmm. So things start to mm-hmm. spread between mm. the parents. No? Mm. Am I getting it? what what am I missing here, sir? What am mm. I missing? Mm. I'm open. What am I missing? Mm. I'm I'm missing something. Mm. But you you don't want to tell me what I'm missing?
2: Mm. Okay. I'm just saying I, they're not all just no one's will.
1: Okay. Okay. Listen. That's a whole nother, now you get into the NCAA of it, <laughs> and that's a whole nother thing. That's a whole nother inve- investigation as far as where's this kid really come from?
2: He's talking transfer rules. <laughs> Has right.
1: anybody seen this kid's NIL? birth certificate?
2: Have you not heard of Little League Portal? This oh, I, is, I didn't know they existed.
1: Okay. This oh. kid is how old? News. Yeah, news. I don't believe that. I don't believe that. This kid made 13, 13 years ago.
3: You got $1,000 and some extra cookies and some cold drinks, and they were mad about that. Portal's wide open. Portal's wide
1: open. Listen, I don't know. But from what the rules say, (laughs) we go by that, the rules say that they're supposed to come from the same pocket of kids in this certain section of Williamson County. That is what the rules say. I'm just saying that the word can spread pretty quickly about you don't want your kid involved in X, Y, and Z. Yeah.
2: I got you. All right, we'll take another break. Come back, uh, 615-844-5600. Spirited McFarland Show here on this Tuesday here on WNSR.
14: And now, Keep It Clean Tree Service is reminding Americans to show support to the brave men and women who serve in our U.S. military. Please visit uso.org and locate Military Care Package to see how you could make a difference today. This message is brought to you by Keep It Clean Tree Service. For tree trimming, tree removal, stump removal, grinding, and site management, beautify your property with Keep It Clean Tree Service. Give the pros a call today at 615-480-0029, 615-480-0029, or visit keepitcleansolutions.com. That's Keep It Clean Tree Service, proudly saluting our troops and veterans, they're professionals who care.
7: It seems like everywhere you look right now, someone is sick. This year, prepare your family for airborne invaders like bacteria, pollen, and yes, germs with Navage nasal care. Navage flushes ultra-pure, refreshing saline in one nostril, around the back of the nose, and out of the other nostril. Navage sucks out viruses, dust, and other airborne particles, all the stuff that gets trapped in your nose making you miserable. Don't get caught empty-handed this winter. Get Navage, the drug-free solution that helps you breathe easier, sleep better, and, and feel healthier. Even better, Navaj is HSA FSA eligible, so Navage is a great way to spend those funds before they expire. Don't wait a minute longer. Buy Navaj today and you'll breathe easier knowing you're putting your funds to good use. Navaj is available online at navaj.com or Walmart, Walgreens, CVS, and Rite Aid. Navaj, N-A-V-A-G-E. Clean nose, healthy life.
8: Sweat it out. Watch your entry update in real time, and continue the fun by making picks on second half and fourth quarter stats. Take your game day experience to the next level with Prize Picks. And right now, you go to PrizePicks.com/PrimeTime and use code PrimeTime. Prize is matching your first deposit up to one hundred dollars. That's PrizePicks.com/PrimeTime with code PrimeTime for a one hundred percent deposit match. Prize Picks, daily fantasy sports made easy. Must be present in certain states. Visit PrizePicks.com for more details. This is
9: the Greg Fogue and John Burton show.
14: I don't believe Brable wants to be a part of this. And so I think Amy Adam Strunk decided, well, it's time to move on. I, you know, that was a gangster-like move to say, all right, you know what? I don't want to I don't want to employ somebody that doesn't want to be here. Goodbye. If they have another season like they did this mm. year, he's gone
9: he's anyway. He's gone
10: anyway. No, wherever he goes now, he's got four to five years. Yes.
9: Greg Fogue and News Channel 5's John Burton, WNSR. Nashville Sports Radio.
4: Welcome back to the Strike and Spare Studios. You're listening to The McFarland Show with Darren McFarland and Fox 17's Justin McFarland. You can watch the show every day on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch. Don't forget our
2: YouTube page. And that search, WNSR Live. One word, you can send us messages like a lot of you have been doing. We appreciate that. We'll try to respond and read them or just respond back to you. So keep that up. Appreciate it. Also, you can always tweet at us. I'm DMac underscore Nash Sports. And Justin, you are? This Justin TV um, is where you can find me on
1: the uh, the Twitter space there. Just uh, start typing it in. My, my likeness will pop up and select that person. There you and know. then go from there. Um, we're going to hear from Dan Campbell right now. Dan Campbell, of course, is the head coach of the Detroit Lions. He just... Uh, Uh, had a team that gave up a 17-point lead in the NFC Championship game and lost it uh, to the uh, San Francisco 49ers. Now, we all know the Detroit Lions have been the story of the NFL this playoff season. They really have. Uh, They've been Cinderella. It's been an enormous ride. It is now over. And I've been listening to a whole lot of Detroit uh, radio and reaction, and they're saying things that are very familiar. They're saying, we'll be back next year. You know, we're just getting started. We, we're we just reload, and we'll be back next year. This is not our first time. We're going to be back. We're going to be back. We're going to be back. This is Dan Campbell speaking after the game about
18: that. This may have been our only shot. Do I think that? No. Do I believe that? No. However, I, I know how hard it is to get here. I, I'm well aware, and it'll be— it's gonna be twice as hard to get back to this point next year than it was this year. That's that's the reality. And if we don't have the same hunger and the same work, which is a whole nother thing, once we get the off season, um, then we got no shot of getting back here. I don't care how much better we get or what we add or what we drive, it's irrelevant. Um, it's gonna to be tough. Everybody in our division is gonna be loaded back up and uh, you know, you're know you not hiding from anybody anymore. Everybody's gonna want a piece of you, and uh, which is fine. You know, which is fine. But, um, so it's hard. You want to make the most of every opportunity. And we, we had an opportunity and we just couldn't close it out. It's, it does, it stings.
1: Dan Campbell speaking there. What he said, at the very beginning of that is the realest thing and hardest thing in sports to swallow. And that is, this may have been our only shot. And I'll say this in this way, Dan Campbell In his playing career, played for the 2000 New York Giants. The 2000 New York Giants were the NFC champions. They went to the Super Bowl. Now they get blown out. By the Baltimore Ravens in that Super Bowl. But Dan Campbell was on that team. He was the second year in the league. He was it's on Kerry that team. was Kerry Collins. It Giants. was Kerry Collins and the Giants. You're correct, sir. I believe Tiki Barber and, the, mm-hmm. and those oh, folks. Yeah. Uh, great team. Really, really nice collection of players there. Imani uh, Toomer, I believe, and those guys mm-hmm. uh, were those, uh, those players uh, for the New York Giants. Very good uh, football. Uh, Jim Fossil and company, I believe, there. So, very good. Very good football team. They went to the Super Bowl. Those New York Giants that we just spoke of never made it back to the Super Bowl. Now, a different group of New York Giants went a few years later.
2: Tom Coughlin.
1: Tom Coughlin and Eli Manning and those guys went. But those groups of the group of New York Giants that we're just talking about with Dan Campbell, by the time the Giants went back to the Super Bowl, he was no longer on those teams. He had moved on. No longer on those teams. Dan Campbell did win the Super Bowl in his last year in the league as a injured reserve player with the New Orleans Saints. He was on that team. He was on 06? the oh uh, nine. 9
2: okay. He was on
1: the oh uh, nine. Uh, uh, New he Orleans the Colts Saints. beat the Colts. Yep. He didn't see. He didn't see the the the, the turf. He was on injury reserve. Okay. I'll say all that to say this. I remember being in the locker room after Super Bowl thirty four, if the Titans came up a yard short, and looking into the eyes of Eddie George and Javon Curse and Steve McNair. No one could, couldn't could convince me in that moment, standing there in the Georgia Dome, in that moment, that the Tennessee Titans were not going to be back in the Super Bowl the next year. Of course, they were going to be back. This team was loaded, young, hungrier than ever, and had sniffed this and got this close. There was no way in the world they got this close. It was never, ever going to get back. They'll be back next year. And next year was really good.
2: Number one seed.
1: <sighs> Number one seed. They couldn't overcome the Baltimore Ravens. They just couldn't. They tried. It wasn't for lack of effort. But they, those Tennessee Titans never got back to the Super Bowl. They got to an AFC title game mm-hmm. in you know, 2002 Lost Oakland. with that core team, but they never got back to the Super Bowl. You don't know when the Lions haven't been here in 30 years. When the last time they went, Barry Sanders. 1991. 1991. Barry Sanders is at the beginning of his career. Mm-hmm. Barry Sanders had another seven years of prime football after 1991. They never got back to the NFC championship game again after that year. Never got back. You don't know that tomorrow is not promised in this NFL. And, and you know, and Dan Campbell, I appreciate him for keeping it real with his team and with everybody else saying that. Oh, are you going to be back next year? No. No, this may have been our only shot. I hope not.
2: I hope not for his sake.
1: But this may have been our only shot.
2: So to Doug's point, yeah, I believe he'll – I I said it yesterday. He's going to have sleepless nights. He will. He, he just will. If they don't ever get back to that spot, he'll never admit it, but he'll have sleepless nights. It, it'll haunt him. It will. Yeah. Again, he can – this is what we are, this is what we do, this is what we've done all the time. That's fine. But he will have sleepless nights again. you mm-hmm. he may never admit that, he may never tell us that, but it'll happen if they never get another opportunity.
0: Yeah.
2: Uh, let's go to Nate in Columbia. Nate, what's up? What's up, guys? How you doing? Um, I've been good. How are y'all? Great. Good man. So I've been
0: listening to, as I always do, multiple shows throughout the past two days, and there are more people that are. After a couple of days removed from uh, the game, that they're not putting all the blame on Dan Campbell, and I and I I can see why, and I feel like it shouldn't be all put yeah, on Dan.
2: Neither Campbell. am I. I'm not. I'm not either.
0: Because the guy dropped the ball.
2: Yeah, Josh Reynolds twice. I mean,
0: twice. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, at what point do we put it on Josh Reynolds too? Yeah, to Dropping the ball, Gib- obviously the play, but it was the right play, yeah. but it just wasn't executed.
2: Yeah. Gibbs fumbled. Uh, who was it? Vildor, right off his helmet, should have been intercepted. Instead, first and goal, 49ers touchdown. Should have been picked. Yeah.
1: Well, how about this? How about the 49ers didn't give up and go into the the long good night either? Yeah. How about that? How about the 49ers fought back at home and played with some pride? And and went and kind of took the game from them at a certain stretch stretch as well.
2: No, but he is still the head coach, and I'm going to assess more blame to him than the players.
0: Yeah, and that and that's just like last night, Justin. Woof!
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: Woof. My God, what happened?
2: That uh, yeah yeah
0: yeah. I saw I I saw an article and I didn't read it, but uh, someone who writes for NHL.com. The title was the Preds salvage a point yeah. from that game. Yeah, it's bad. I, I don't call that salvaging. I
2: call that losing a point.
0: Salvaging is when you're down in the game and you come back and tie it up when you weren't supposed to.
2: Yeah, I mean, okay, I see. Yeah, I'm with you on that. Yeah, that was, uh, just for people who don't know, the Preds were up 3-0 after one, and then they gave up three goals in the second. Mercy. And it could have been worse. It was 3-3. Mercy. And uh, then went to overtime, and... They got a breakaway, and, you know, they had numbers. You know, that's what happens in three-on-three hockey, right, in, in overtime, and they, they mm-hmm. buried it. And and Brunette, also, Darren, Brunette was not happy leaving that bench.
0: What What do you make of Brunette making the, the decision to not play Tomasino that much after he scored a goal?
2: Uh, yeah, I mean, I obviously I don't know what's going on. Um, something's going on. It's- Right. It seems like he's in the
0: doghouse for some reason. Right. Something's going on. And he's been in the doghouse for a long time.
2: Maybe it's the hair. <laughs>
0: it's a he t- doesn't have great
2: flow like Yoshi. <laughs> <he'll be. laughs> <laughs> wow. Is that a requirement to be on the team now? <laughs> I don't know. I'm just I'm just trying to make light of it. I shouldn't be though. <laughs> All yeah, right, good, day, Thanks, you too.
3: Thank you, Nate.
2: Uh, in fact, we'll come back. We'll talk about that to, to wrap up the show. As you okay. listen to the McFarland Show, WNSR.
17: In a single moment, everything can change. When a player's sudden cardiac event brought a national football game to a halt, it's shone a spotlight on the importance of CPR readiness. Now, with youth sports in full swing, the American Heart Association is rallying parents and coaches to be ready in an emergency. To be ready... Learn hands-only CPR. It's a skill anyone can learn in minutes. Visit heart.org slash hands-only CPR and become a lifesaver today.
4: Prescriptions require an online consultation with a healthcare provider who will determine if appropriate. Restrictions apply. See website for details and important safety information. Subscription required. Price varies based on product and subscription plan.
6: Hey guys, did you know there's a generic form of Viagra that works just the same, but is 95% cheaper? And you can get it online? Just go to hims.com joy. Through Hymns, you'll get a free medical consultation, discreet shipping if prescribed, a 100% online process, and trusted generic alternatives to the name brands. Add up to 95% off. That's right. Get generic for Viagra, the same active ingredient as brand name Viagra, but for 95% less. It's the same medication, still prescribed by a licensed medical provider, but with zero copay, no expensive appointments, and no awkward face-to-face conversations. To start your free online visit, you need to go to this exclusive address, hymns.com slash joy. That's hymns.com slash joy for your free online visit. H-I-M-S dot com slash J-O-Y.
12: Michael Fabiano here, and if you want even more excitement on game day, it's time to get on Prize picks the best way to win big on fantasy sports. Here's how it works. Just pick two to six players and choose more or less on their stats. If you get them right, you can win up to 25 times your cash. It's quick and easy to make your picks. And with fast and safe deposits and withdrawals, PrizePix is the place to play this season. PrizePix has awesome weekly promotions, and they're the only daily fantasy platform with an injury insurance policy, keeping you in the game even if one of your players goes down. Watch your entry update in real time and continue the fun by making picks on second half and fourth quarter stats. And right now, when you go to prizepicks.com primetime and use code primetime, prizepicks is matching your first deposit up to $100. That's prizepicks.com primetime with code primetime for a 100% deposit match. Prizepicks, daily fantasy sports made easy must be present in certain states. Visit prizepicks.com for details.
4: At Edwin Watts Golf Shops by Worldwide Golf, there's something that binds us all. The collective goal to transcend the ordinary. Introducing the new Callaway AI Smoke Driver. The new AI Design Club has multiple sweet spots across the face, making it an average of seven yards longer than the prior model. Visit us in-store for a free custom fitting at your local Edwin Watts Golf
14: Shops or shop us online at WorldwideGolf.com. Get there! Grizz Nation, it's go time. Don't miss Jaron, Gigi, Vince Williams, and your Memphis Grizzlies this Friday at 7 p.m. when they host the Golden State Warriors on Health Night, presented by Ortho South. Fans will want to arrive early as the first 5,000 will receive a Desmond Bain mini hoop set. Get hyped, get ready for a star-studded show and secure your tickets today by visiting grizzlies.com. Your home for Memphis Grizzlies basketball, WNSR, National Sports Radio.
4: The McFarland Show. Video streaming live on Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube from the Strike and Spare studio. There were a lot
2: of upset Predators fans last night. You could hear you could feel it. Yeah. Bill from Nate. Nate? Bill all the way from Columbia. The birthday boy Johnny in Vancouver said the Preds did not salvage last night. They choked. Mm. A lot of Preds fans not happy.
1: Heavy allegation there.
2: They were up 3 nothing. McCarron and Tomasino and Trenton all had goals in the first period. Everything's looking great, right? Up 3 nothing, on the road. Ottawa comes back with three of their own. Right. Claude Giroux with the game-winner, 3-36 into OT. One more game before the All-Star break for the Preds. They'll be back here tomorrow night against LA. Mm-hmm. Right now in the standings, you've got Colorado, Dallas, and Winnipeg. I mean a 67, 66, 65 points. Mm. How about that?
1: It's going to make for a fun spring here. Separated by
2: two points from first to third.
1: It's going to make for a fun spring.
2: In the Central. Yeah. The Pacific, Vancouver, Vegas, Edmonton. By the way, Edmonton's won 16 in a row. Yeah. Uh, The wild card spots. Jumbled mess. The LA Kings, who will Mm. be here tomorrow night, 54 points. Makes it a big game. St. Louis Blues, 54 points. Preds on the outside looking in. 54 points. Mm. Seattle cracking right behind them with 52 points. Arizona and Calgary with 49. Look, there's a lot you know, LA's, lot of hockey. LA's played 47 games. Yeah. St. Louis has played 48. The Predators have played 50. So that is, Ooh. so the others have okay. games in hand. Okay. That, that's something to keep that's in mind. That's
1: the thing. Yes. NHL start weekend in uh, Toronto.
2: By the way, Edmonton's only played special. 45 games. Wow. Preds have played 50. Mm, that's not good. Right. That's not good. Five games in hand. That's not good. So. That's 10 right. points or so you can, that's, It's a lot. Like I said, uh, Preds fans were not happy, but we'll see if they can go into the all-star break going a little bit better. You can you imagine going into the break on that note? No. Yikes. That's going to do it for us today. Have a great rest of your Tuesday. Fun show. We'll be back at it, uh. Tomorrow at 2 o'clock, Bill Keen will get things started at 6 a.m., followed by John and Patton, 9 to 11. We'll see you at 2 o'clock.
18: I'm a retired school psychologist, and helping people was my thing. After my stroke, when Meals on Wheels started, I was on the other end of the stick, so to speak. My name is Julius Gaines, creative writer, poet, photographer. One in six seniors faces the threat of
5: hunger, and millions more live in isolation.